Welcome to Road Sodas. Welcome. I have no bits prepared. Well, for me, it seems like we should revive an ancient tradition that we all seem to have long forgotten. What's that? You're going to show me your tits? You're talking about a party draws, aren't you? Ding, 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 ding. Tell her what she's won, Johnny. A what? That's a uh, that's a pretty deep cut for any uh, 90s movies fans listening out there. So, look, I, I had mentioned on the last podcast that I had stopped smoking weed for, for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, that was me being an asshole. And <laughs> for for anybody listening, I'm really sorry. Like... I'm going to be high very shortly, so don't don't you fucking worry. Uh, but the ancient tradition that I'm talking about reviving came to fruition during during my like college rugby playing days. Uh, after the season would end, wow, nice apples, man, dude. That was that was so loud. I didn't even hear it because your microphone fucking. <laughs> cut it out it was so loud hell uh, yeah uh i just saw you you make like a <laughs> face <laughs> and maybe we can get a screenshot of me doing or you doing but um so at the end of each rugby season like each semester we'd have a, a fall and a, a spring season you know i wouldn't smoke weed during the season and so i would have something called a binge week the week like kind of after the last game ended and usually it would it would start like pretty quickly after that last game <laughs> minutes even <laughs> yeah yeah well i would always start it out with uh with something that we call a strikeout oh just yeah. like college just like college yeah and i would always listen to crosby stills nash uh woodstock for whatever reason all right uh, I, w- I won't be listening to it here but <laughs> if ben wants to sing it he can well we don't want to get d DCMA, DMC, what's the, whatever the suing thing is. We don't want it. Oh, yeah. David Crosby's really going to come after us hard, isn't he? Yeah. Look, Neil Young is out of his goddamn mind. So, sure. No, I mean, Neil Young wasn't on this recording. So it's just Crosby, Stills, Nash, we got to worry about. CSN, not CSNY, New York. Yeah. Uh, So I have a book here called Origins of the American Revolution. I know that that book book is a flask. Yep. Little little road sauce. Yeah, that's a flask uh, th- with my initials on it. Thank you, Nick Morgan, for for one of the greatest uh, bachelor gifts I have ever been, or I guess groomsman gifts and a bachelor gift, but groomsman gift I've ever been given is a monogrammed flask. Hell yeah! <laughs> it actually came with a pourer as well. Oh, that's that's helpful because while it can be done out of a fifth. Or a, a, a pint-sized one, if it's a handle and it has that slightly wider mouth, that can get a little dicey during the pouring process. That smells like old Jameson. Wow. Yeah, it is a dicey process. But yeah, that smells like old Irish whiskey. Mm. Like it's been in aluminum for a long time. Finally aged. Ooh. And uh, the shot glass we're going out of. I wanted to go with the skull and crossbones, but I went with the... Uh, I remember that bad boy. Yeah. The old the, pirate ship. Well, pirate not necessarily ship. a pirate ship, but just a, Like the Ten Master. Yeah, an old wooden ship. Yeah. It's something a pirate would look upon with awe, but also yearning. The Queen Anne's Revenge. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And uh, for a glass for chugging, I'm not chugging out of a uh, can of beer because you're a sophisticated gentleman. Look, I could shotgun it and I ain't afraid of that. I'm just saying for the sake of the mess here and everybody, everybody on the floor, like we're going out of a uh, Newbury Comics planetary glass. Hell yeah. Side note, I am down to, I think, one of those pint glasses left out of like the 12 I brought out here. (laughs) Okay. So do you want another 12 or do you want a 24 pack? I mean, because we got, I think, I think we have 128, but I could be wrong. I remember just moving pallets of them around at that fucking train depot, which, yeah, looking back on it. Kind of a kind of a fun and weird time in, in all of our lives. That yeah. era, the things we had access to. Anyway, that looked like the top of a Gansett, if I'm not mistaken. Hello, neighbor. Have a Gansett. Oh man! Before we continue on with this, because I just like drawing things out. I told you I've been reading, uh, listening to some H.P. Lovecraft lately, because you know it's good and uh, it's interesting to hear how very very racist he was a lot of the time. But I did. He kept mentioning Narragansett because that's like where he's from. And so he always like much like Stephen King. Yeah. So much of it takes place in, you know, Rhode Island, Connecticut, just the New England area. So I was like, I wonder if Narragansett has ever done an H.P. Lovecraft thing. They they have. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. So. Yeah. They have a whole H.P. Lovecraft line. But also the, they've had they have a specific stance that both Narragansett and the beer appreciate the horror writings, but do not agree with his social and political views, <laughs> which like this, the fact that they differentiate between Narragansett and the beer itself, like they've questioned the liquid and the liquid has said, ho, 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 we're I, not racist. I do not see color, young man, because I am a beer. And so <laughs> I have no hate in my heart. Except for Ambers. <laughs> and Irish Reds and... You know, now that I think about it, dark beers and all them dunkles and light beers go back to their own fucking country and vice. Well, that's just German for white. So now that I think about it, it is a pretty color coordinated uh, green beer. We, you know, (laughs) St. Patty's Day. We all we've all that that. can go fuck itself. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) you can take that shit right back to your painted green Chicago River. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway, I got us off track. Oh no no the the bong's in my hand. That's, okay, it's yeah. fine. We are we are fully on track. <laughs> I can I can take a belt of wine just just preemptively. <laughs> you got to put that in the bong. Oh yeah yeah we we use uh it's vodka on the top tier and uh, rum on the the bottom tier of this bubbler. Can't tell if you're joking. I have a feeling you're not. Uh no no it is it is tap water. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I I digress, but uh, welcome to the 2021 version of Binge Week. This will be my first time being high in 2021. I'm going to be happy to join you. I'm very excited. Yeah. Good form. Good form for the listener where he's he's performing the, the, the bong rip as we speak. Now he's moving towards the shot. He's given us a nice cheers. Shot is gone. Now he's moving on to the beer. Halfway through the beer. Three quarters. We're completed the beer, and here comes the exhale. The exhale. For those keeping score at home, he did not exhale after the bong rip. That was done after the consumption of the of the liquids. 
I mean, that's the whole point. Therefore, a strikeout. Yeah. And a nice uh, wine chaser. Made famous by Beer Fest, I believe. I, I, I think that was the, the first time I've ever seen it uh, referenced in any sort of uh You know, movies, it's one of TVs. those things, yeah, I had yeah. heard about in high school, um, but it was like those those legends. Yeah. Because we didn't know anybody with access to beer, liquor, and a bong at the same time. I also feel like <clears throat> back when we heard, we were hearing the rumors about it, there wasn't an official set three. Like, it was three things, and it definitely involved consuming things while holding your breath from the first thing. But, like, I feel like it was like maybe you had to, like, just hit a blunt really hard, and then... Yeah, yeah, just take a rip. Yeah, Honestly. and then like do a keg stand like that. You know, there's very. It's like the game of kings. There's like thirty different variations you can have. But it's I think house rules. Yeah, but I think when beer fest came in, they really standardized it. Well, I, I know some people have chugged the beer first <clears throat> and taken the shot after, and it's like, why in in God's honest name would you do that? Yeah, I can see someone the first time they do it being like, well, surely the order of that can't matter, but it. I mean, it does. It's not that one shot in a chaser. You know, you don't you don't want to spit or cough or you know anything. So you chase the shot with with a crappy light beer. Yeah, you're just hurting yourself. Like you're yeah. not. It's it's not a. There's nothing morally wrong with the the order. It's just sort of that there's a logic to it that you're going against. Uh, yeah, that feels great. Honestly, for for like not standing up, whew, I could I could do a another baker's dozen of those. <laughs> Another baker's dozen, which would, of course, put us into a blacksmith's dozen, which is 14. Blacksmith's dozen. Okay. That's sure. that's one shy of a knight's dozen? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if your one was real, so that, I figured I'd come up with a fake one. That, uh, mine was absolutely not real, but we will, because, uh, but, but if so, it was, we know that two after it, one so after the, the night. cider maker's <laughs> dozen? Well, no, it's haberdasher and then cobbler uh, and then cider maker. And what then about if, the Coopers dozen? Then the then the Millers, then the Coopers. Okay, okay, <laughs> and like we're getting pretty close to double dozen, which of course, of course, means the cobbler's dozen again. Yep, and then because the- you have to go with French cobblers, Spanish cobblers, they're the same because they speak Latin languages, but the English cobblers they had a different one. Yes. And that was, what, 22? Then you get to Bullwhacker's Dozen, and then you move straight on in to Dude Dozen and Roughneck Dozen. Okay. All right. It was as the terms continued to march west, we had to, you know, change the job up as we went. Ah, Conductor's Dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Frontier Brides Dozen. Which, why, if you skip over... Love on the frontier is different than love in the city. <laughs> you skip over many, many more dozens. You, of course, end up with douchebag driving a Tesla dozen. I read something interesting, and by interesting, I mean that I hate it, uh, about his company. <laughs> What's that? He dictated that like all the prices are the same, no matter where you are. <laughs> mm. No discounts anywhere. Fuck that. He said, no friends, no family, nobody gets discounts, CEOs, people on the bottom. It's like, dude, honestly, the people on the bottom should get discounts for your shit. Because like, they have to have a charge station in their house. Like, that's already a pretty high benchmark. Yeah, I got a guy that I work with who 
he loves new gadgets and devices, which is just a position I absolutely cannot put myself in. But when whatever, like, quote-unquote simplified version of the main Tesla sedan came out that, you know, uh, was supposed to be affordable. That's how it was advertised. He was like, hey, even you could buy a Tesla now. And I was like, I don't have that kind of money. He was like, it's only 30 grand. And I was like, I don't have that amount of money. (laughs) Almost said his name. But I was like, one, don't have that. And two, it's not 30 grand. In San Francisco, it's $1 million and 30 grand because you need a home to put a charger station in. But also... So, and then you need to buy the car. electricity. <laughs> yeah. So you can buy some solar panels as well and say, like, I'm paying for part of the car, but, like, that still costs money. And it's like, you still pay the electric bill. So maybe you put, like, a hydro, hyd- like hydroelectric plant there. You know, yeah. just capture some of the water that's cascading down from your yard because, like, clearly you live on a hill, right? Oh, uh, that is wildly illegal to do in California. I'm which, kidding, but like the you guys don't have any groundwater. We don't. We're not allowed to use gray water or any like if water lands in your yard, that is the government's. And by the government, I mean it's a private company who owns Palm Wonderful. It's the Wonderful Company. It's the people who tried to trick us. Are into, wonderful. They tried to trick us into thinking pomegranates and tangerines were good for you. They are still wonderful, though. In name. By the legal definition, yes. By every moral and ethical standard, absolutely not. Good stance. Like that one. Uh, Google the Resnix, listener. The uh, Resnix California water. Just just punch that into Google and have yourself a time hating some liberal douchebags. Yeah. I think well, both sides of the aisle can hate them. Good. Good. You know, the right hates, them, right hates them. Right hates them. Yeah, right hates them because they're on the left, you know according to them, and the left gets to hate them because they're just capitalist dickheads. They're not really on either side of the aisle. Mm. They just have, you know, Hillary Clinton's phone number on speed dial. Good. Good. Anyway. Ah, man. So that's why you can't build a dam on your property? And that's why I can't buy a Tesla. Can you build a dam in Golden Gate Park? I mean, that isn't yours. Uh... (laughs) Look, I'm just saying if you cut down a bunch of them big ass trees that you got, like you could you could fuck some shit up. Oh, big time. And you I said this once about you before, but you look like a guy who has an opinion on chainsaws. I have heard that. <laughs> yeah. Especially today, man. I don't know why. I it seems like you haven't trimmed any more of your beard. <laughs> no. And uh, (laughs) and you're wearing a flannel. Yep. And uh, real classic. And. Oh, man. Just good old shirt. That's a stain next to it. It's a Led Zeppelin shirt with a lemon on it. And it says squeeze my lemon. And the lemon has some juice dripping off of it as if. I mean, in the song, it kind of makes it sound like it's is either his penis or his nutsack. But it looks more physically. The lemon would resemble more of a. Of a nutsack, and those aren't supposed to have liquid come out of them. Really, ever, <laughs> under any circumstances. Well, it doesn't have a hand around it or anything squeezing it, man. Yeah. So, but, you know, you've had some really good Led Zeppelin shirts. I yeah. like the physical graffiti one. I hope that one hasn't been retired yet. Oh, that one turned into dust. 
Yeah, that one. There was just, I, you know, I remember a hole in it now. Yeah, it was yeah. just a blurry time in my life. But yeah, I had that. I got that shirt. I think like freshman year of high school from my wow. mom as a gift from. I guess it was the wall at that point. Hard to say. It became a was it FYE. Borders? FYE. That's what it became. The borders was detached and near near the Christiana Mall. So I mean, would you? You remember the old mall. Uh, I don't think either of us have been back to the new mall in, in a couple of years, but I hear Not, it's changed. Yeah. yeah I, I've, I've I hear driven, it's changed a lot. I've driven past it and seen that like they've completely rerouted the highways, which is wild. But The highways, uh, there's like – you remember how there were a couple of surrogate businesses that were standalone, but like kind of as you went out from the mall? Yeah, it was like a Dick's. And Dick's Costco, Don Pablo's, like yeah. yeah, some bullshit. Men's warehouse. Okay. Uh so now there's like places all around, but they're places like people want to go. Especially oh. for tax free shopping, like Cabela's. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, bleep that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, they re rerouted the whole thing. But you remember how the food court was back when we were dicking with Victoria's Secret back Absolutely. in Absolutely. Uh, back in two thousand seven. They had GameStop kind of anchoring across the way from the Mrs. Fields that you had to pass if yep. you were going to the west. Yep. And if you were going to the east, they had like FYE and the music. It was yeah. like <laughs> somebody's going to like something in your group. You're going to have to go to one of these. There's yeah. something new coming out this week. It's music and video games. Like, And then the hot topic was in the food court. Yes. And that before was by the food court exit, it <laughs> yeah. was like if you just ate some food and you feel like you have to do something in a bathroom that you can only drive to, like you can't do this in a public restroom, you're gonna pass a hot topic. Yeah, and <laughs> I remember before that was a hot topic, it was like a non-name brand arcade. Yeah, we saw arcades die slowly before malls. Yeah, although saying it, the only name brand I can think of is Dave and Buster's. Which is also what I call my dick and balls, to bring it back to talking about my penis and ball sack from the- All right. I don't know if my testicles have a name, and I guess that means they don't. I think that answers the question. Unrelated, but actually very related. Did you see what I renamed you on the call? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I realize I can change your name on this, so you're James Westfall, and I'm Dr. Kenneth Noisewater. Remember that joke from fucking 30 years ago? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, it was only like 15 and a half years ago. Yeah. What a great summer of 2005. I saw that movie in theaters with my mom. Same. You watched it with my mom? I watched it, yeah, with your mom. No, I saw it in theaters with, with a much younger lady that I wasn't related to. Nice. Yeah. And she did not like it. No. They okay. kicked a oh, dog. And that I was my favorite that. part. I remember this being a thing. Yeah. Like you, were, my, you were like, dude, everyone's she fucking hated it. And her least favorite scene kind of coincided. Yeah. Like, right, okay. Yeah. The only part I remember being like, damn, I wish I wasn't watching this with my mom was the part that like the, it's not really a sex scene, but when they're doing the sex scene, like psychedelic riding a, a unicorn down a rainbow thing, like, like that whole they're clothed the whole time, but they're yeah. making a lot of sex jokes. And I was We're just doing there. With, it. Yeah, I was just there with my mom. Yeah. What a glorious rainbow. Do me on it. Just like that. And it was, it was odd. I mean, I saw the hangover with my mom and dad. And like, look, it's a silly, silly movie. 
that's that's a little bit racier than than your normal Judd Apatow joint. Yeah, but yeah, my dad couldn't keep it together for the pictures and the, like the picture montage in the end. Oh, at the end, yeah, <laughs> just cracking up. Some things are like funnier on a big screen. And, yeah, like Zach Galifianakis humor is definitely one of those. Yeah, you need that big. <laughs> it was a time and space that we didn't get. That's why Out Cold just you know did so well in theaters and so poorly at uh, you dude know, at the home movie scene among our friend group. Like, really maybe, did. maybe not with like the the in theater ticket returns, but like in the long run, the DVD sales that they got from like the ten people we know. I mean, I bought like at least the album, like soundtrack, and and the movie on Eve D- Six. Man, it's so good. I remember telling you one time, it's like, hey, when you land. And I pick you up from the airport, like we're gonna listen to Out Cold soundtrack, and that happened because I still have that CD, and I my car has a CD player. That was also like two years ago. Like that sounds like something that would have happened when we were like eighteen. That was very recently. <laughs> well, and yeah, we 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 rolled the windows down and just blasted uh, Andrew WK and Eve Six and all those other classic hits. Uh, was there uh, there's a, a there's a lit B side. I was to say there. there's a lit song that isn't my own worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, but they have do have James Gang's best song. Yep, yep. funk number forty nine. If if they want to, I mean, they could they could do one through forty eight too. That's a lot of funk. It is. Hey, what do you do with your six pack rings? Oh, I put my dick through it. Okay, because I always thought um, cutting them up was kind of stupid. Because they, they complain that they, they tangle up fish and shit. And it's like, yeah. why are you throwing my garbage into the ocean? Yeah. It was always my thought. I just eat them. That way they get flushed. Ah, all right. Or they and turn I, in. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, I, California just, I, I don't even know if you can use those in California. I have, and when I buy beer, it's usually coming in a box, you know, I'm at those quantities. Or a four top if, if you're special. Yeah. And then it'll be, but even like a lot of the six packs out here come with the, the, the plastic snap in joint, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like the opaque hard plastic. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I think, I think we're just old enough now to where we're not chugging beers all the time. Yeah. Despite me chugging like a beer 20 minutes ago, I'm like, <laughs> I don't chug beers all the time. I stave that for like seltzers and twisted teas, please. May I approach the teas? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we're the type of guys that just break down whatever it is we have because we either know what fridge we're putting the things in and we know there's no fucking space. It's just like, I gotta, I gotta put these beers where I can. Yeah. Or... Like, you're just conscious, like you are, and you're like, I know when I'm going to want to grab a beer. I'm not going to have to grab something else to grab it. I just want the beer. Yeah. So that's why, you know, Yingling made that perforated case. That perforated case is a fucking genius move. I think the best way to describe their case is a landing craft. You know, it can open on both sides, and it can open a couple of different ways. Like, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Because their old case was great. Like, it was fine. They're like, is it, is this person going to need side entry, front entry? Like, we don't want to – We the fine people at Yangling who are actually, at least at the top end, horrible people. Yeah. Or at least not they great. Make, at they least make not great, great beer people. for terrible people. But the people at the bottom end, they're, they're humble enough to know 
We don't want you to reorganize your fridge around our packaging. That's wild. That's the, that'd be rude of us. So instead, they give you the option of multiple entry points. Now, do you remember if you ever had lines on any of your, like, fucking refrigerator shelves? And was that to gauge how wide things, like... Oh, like... T- could you be, we, like... Did we mark if it I just If I just run my arm along the edge and shove everything over to that line, the beer's going to make it. Everything's closed. Everything's got rubber bands that saran wrap, saran wrap around it. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like you, I did that this year. Just the and when were you here? Was that August? <laughs> that was last year. Okay, all right. I was trying to think about that. When was I there? Was it July, June? It was the summertime. Listeners, if you can look up the date to that podcast where Ben was really drunk. <laughs> So when that one came out, look two weeks before, maybe three weeks. I don't know. I don't know how ahead we were. I've only done two of these extremely drunk, and uh, I wonder what the numbers are on those. They were fun ones for me. I mean, I believe I enjoyed. No, I, I remember doing them, and I did enjoy myself. They well, were great. you also had to edit them, man. Yeah, I will say the one time that I went straight from being extremely drunk on a Sunday night. And then waking up Monday morning at 5 a.m. to go to work and then did like a little bit of editing like while I ate some breakfast and just hearing myself slurring from the night before, that was a little too soon to be hearing it. Like you it had was to, a like, little delay much. delay your editing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have enough time to mentally digest the previous evening. Well, that's why we have editing. That's why we have a producer and a social media director. That's why I want to thank you with a hello, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. H.P. Lovecraft's um, <laughs> least favorite posthumous beer. Uh, yeah, I, I double checked it and he was obviously alive when they were around because that beer has been around forever. Not this ownership of the beer, but we can say that the, about yeah, the, Budweiser the, the brand. and Coors and Miller. And basically everybody except Yingling or Sam Adams, the Boston Beer Company, producers of Twisted Tea. Have a tea. You have to chug it. You do. You do have to chug it. It's a rule. I'm sorry. I think Joe Biden passed actually a law that says <laughs> if you or if you have six Twisted Teas, you have to chug them. If you buy a case, you have to find other people to chug them with you. It simply must be chugged. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see if I can send off a fucking picture to you. Oh, my phone isn't working. Is that laptop working? No, I'm kidding. Okay. My phone works. Uh, you want to hear something damn funny? It. Here we go. What is that? What is that? There's moisture in the charger? Oh, man. Plug it in. Plug it out. It still has a moisture warning, but uh, look, I broke the phone or the cracked the screen couple months back, that's why I got the, the heavy case for it. May have talked about that. But it has like a slow leak of the screen fluid. And I think that's slowly turning the numbers on the home screen or the lock screen pink mm. from the top down. Because I think fine. it's slowly leaking out. But every time I open the phone case, and usually it's a while, it heats up in, from my body heat. But it smells like solvent. Okay. Some sort of solvent. Like in a acetone base more more than you know propanol or isopropanol base and it hurts my ear 
when I put it up there. But that's mainly because it's cracked around there and like it's lost a lot of the glass. Yeah. So usually I'm kind of like shifting it around as you do on the phone. Like sometimes you try to find the right position. Sometimes you have a long conversation. Usually you use speakerphone for something like that. Every now and then I can't do that. But every now and then I have to have the conversation. Sometimes I can't hear. So I have to take it out of its case and like expose myself to screen fluid and and jagged edges that's why i like my work phone honestly for those ear ear calls but everything else i fucking hate it because it exposes you to less glass correct and solvents it's a pretty sick bar to clear dude i know so i thought i was in the market for a new phone but i think i can last another year and a half (laughs) (laughs) well i got that kick-ass case so it doesn't break as long as i keep it in that while i'm doing everything other than talking on it or talking Google Duo to one of our friends who, congratulations, uh, you might have a partner in in Warzone or whatever other game you told me to download that I didn't download. <laughs> Thank you. Hell yeah. The Warzone sounds like a game. It's one of them free-to-plays. We love those. Well, some people do. <clears throat> I love the games you can do with the LAN party. I love... Uh... Any game's got a fucking sweet pair of tits on somebody in it, you know what I mean? So you love, what was it, Dead or Alive? Donkey Kong. Ah, okay. That ape is stacked. Mario wasn't bad, gotta (laughs) say. Jumping over them barrels? I don't know. I'm sure the joke's been made, but he seems like kind of a simp. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) More like the simper Mario brother. No, I don't know. We can do better. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not, but whatever. Probably not. He's a simp. <laughs> uh, but how you been, man? Not bad. Honestly, not bad. And I talked about some weird stuff, maybe, last episode. But honestly, smoking weed and not taking things too seriously was an important step that I needed to make in the last two days. Hell yeah. Good on me. And... Give them hell. You look great. You sound great. You got that You got that impish smile that I love so much. Well, I brought nothing to this other than the strikeout. And sheer tyranny of will. And I, guess what? I struck out. Hell yeah. Why isn't it called a grand slam? I guess because it knocks you out. I guess is the it's supposed it's to the like be one, the thing. one, two, three. Yeah. Strikes and you're out. And I guess a grand the slam. Old yeah. old ball. Yeah. And the Grand Slam would be four. Basis load? I don't know. Strikeout does kind of have a negative connotation in that once you're past it, you have struck out. But I'd say you won. It's a rules-based thing, you know. And we had many rules-based things in college because I guess that's where we go to be adults. And sometimes we need order. And even we have order in our drinking. Yeah, well, like, what do adults do when you're a kid? They pay taxes. That's what they do. And what are taxes if nothing but a giant set of complicated rules? So as soon as we're adults, it's time to get drunk and pay taxes in the form of kings and beer pong. Wow. Yep. Damn, dude. Yeah. I'm out here wrinkling brains and T-shirts. What was your last smooth brain meme (laughs) sighting because mine was today and it was about uh something in the stock market but i'm sure that won't change before this airs oh no the stock market is famously cool and good 
and it's good when it does good. There isn't a billion volumes of data showing that as the stock market goes up, the average quality of life and income and wealth of people goes down. There's no, there, don't, don't, look, don't look that up. Don't check for it. It's not real. So you're saying invest. You're saying bonds, long-term bonds with a high, high discount rate. <laughs> Let's go with yes. Congratulations. I'm here, I'm here to tell you, dear listener. Jump from job to job as frequently as you can and always sign up for their 401ks. That's how you diversify. You end up with about 30 401ks that average about $127 each between them on average. It's not all going to be that, but you're going to have a surprising number that are at $127. And then once you retire or decided that this whole concept is bullshit and you need some money, you can spend... Probably three months tracking them all down, most of which you'll found have been just closed somehow. And you're going to go, isn't that, isn't that illegal? Did you just take my money back? And they're yeah, like, I'm supposed to be old when that comes to me. What if I depended on this when I was old, like when it was supposed to? Yeah. And they're like, oh, but you don't work here anymore. So we just kind of got rid of your money. And you're like, but aren't people who use 401ks also not working for you? It was my money many companies that i've worked for and then they're like Damn. what are you going to do about it hire a lawyer with your not money and i just go ah yeah and then they pull to my pants and laugh at my butt cheeks that's absolutely amazing because the only two 401ks i've ever bought into i distributed the <laughs> only one that i'm contributing to now i'm contributing zero dollars yes yeah you know it was a weird market when i first got the account it was april 2020 so 420 baby yeah i had a credit card that expired on that year and month mm, that's fun well papa and i had driven across the country to seattle and then down to see you oh yeah and that was the card that i was using everybody on the west coast was like 420 huh i was like it's april 2020 <laughs> please <laughs> Please know the the way that your credit card thing works. And they were like, "Nah, dude." Well, there were This is like, California shit. and we was, have stereotypes to fulfill. It was 2018. There was a shitload of like Squarespace. So like my card reader didn't swipe on a lot of shit and I was like, "Guys, this worked at every gas pump. Every gas station was like, "Fuck yes, we'll take your money." Absolutely. <laughs> was it an Arco? No. Okay, because Arco's What's don't... What's Arco? Dude, it's... I think it's either maple syrup or just, like, really dirty water, but you can buy it, and they call it gasoline, and your car will run on it, but they never take credit cards. They only take debit cards. But it is no. the cheapest always, and then they're like, are you cool with the 35-cent debit card fee? And you can push no, and then it just cancels the transaction. <laughs> what? Uh no, I I'd say the weirdest time getting gas for us, we couldn't even use a card. There was absolutely no possibility of that. That was in a town I believe was called Vona, Colorado, just just over the Kansas border. This one stuck with me, and I'm pretty sure it stuck with Papa too. Tell me about this quaint hamlet. It says gas. That's the only like blue sign identifier post exit sign just saying, hey, this is Vona. Hey, there's gas here. I'd be afraid it was a sign where they're asking for it. They're like, 
gas. And then you have to go donate because they're not doing so hot. I mean, the day started out in Kansas City. We had gotten breakfast sandwiches there. Mine was egg heavy, but hey, it was fine. We were doing a lot of driving. I could use the protein. We were driving across Kansas into Denver. We were seeing some of our friends, Britton and Danielle, and one of my cousins. Nice. Who shall remain nameless. Lexi. Yeah. And I remember a lot of press being given to the bar, I think, that we went to later because an FBI agent did one of them them backflips, but his his gun came out of his waistband and, and shot somebody. That didn't happen while we were there, but it looked familiar, the setting of where there was a guy who was in law enforcement and had a gun on him, and he did a backflip. And he ended up picking up the gun and I think shooting somebody, or shooting a bullet at least. Whoa. Did he, yeah, did he nail the backflip? No. Even Honestly, because he lost his gun. <laughs> That's true. That does imply a clattering. He was able to land it, I think, on a couple of feet, but went for the gun and shot it. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> well, it was a weird bar that we went to. For me, and I'm guessing for you, just like being in places that are that are cramped and, and overpriced, there's not a lot of space to be had all the time. No, we're bigger dudes, and uh, I think we also just enjoy sitting in a bar that's like a third full. That's, yeah. that's like kind of, I haven't crunched the numbers, but that seems to be about the sweet spot. Where if the bartender talks to you for a half an hour, that's all right. Yeah. It doesn't piss anybody off. Yeah. And if they don't, you can watch Predator 2 on the TV. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a good movie. You see it all the time on, like, the weekend, like, 4 o'clock UPN when there aren't any great sports going on. Yeah. Don't worry. You'll catch the second half of The Rock once that movie ends and the bartender changes the channel because they don't want to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And frankly, you agree. I think... At R.J. Bentley's, I watched Jumanji a bunch. Mm. Uh, like, at least three or four times. Like, three or four Sundays, Jumanji was on. It was syndicated on, like, AMC or something, but it was like, I'll watch the commercials. Fine. And they're like, nobody else cares what's on. Cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. I remember the first time I went to Zeitgeist, which is a bar in San Francisco. That time Ghost. Yeah, that hopefully will still be open uh, by the time I can go to it again. It had been recommended to me by a lot of friends because it's supposed to be like a fun punk bar. And I was there in December because this was right after I'd what I thought was temporarily out <laughs> here. And I was living with my uncle and I'd done one of my get really drunk and walk around walks. And so I walked. It's, I don't know, like five miles from my uncle's place. I just walked there. And when I walked in, it was around Christmas time. So you got a lot of, you know, ironic fucking, you know, motorhead sweaters and stuff. And there's some Christmas decorations, but barely. They are playing Coming to America on the TVs and blasting Pantera, like, over it. And I was yeah. just like, this place is is all right. Like, this is just fine. Pantera. Nice. Pantera and Arsenio Hall, together at last. I mean, two great yeah. tastes that taste great together. Whoa. Hey, bud. Whoa, I'm going to leave that in. Suddenly we just got a little bit abducted or like 
I guess maybe our frequency was interrupted. That's what it was. That was uh, our pet. Dude, if you got a pet, didn't tell me. Its name, Samsung Q2. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I knew you had that one. Well, it's ribbed for everyone's pleasure, quite honestly. <laughs> you saw my head snap towards the mic to make that joke. <laughs> You beat me to it. It's this damn Zoom delay. I know somebody who knows somebody who's trying to teach music right now. And that's terrifying. It's like, kids, if you want to music, listen to music and then pick up an instrument. Try to play along. If you like that, then keep going. Yeah, whatever your That's parents... That's the best music advice I can give to you in the Zoom age. You can't clap. If I'm clapping and you're playing... Like, don't do that. Please. If your parents, like, aren't trying to Billy Elliot you with music, play music. Yeah. Try. Beg your Listen. parents to buy you any any instrument that they can afford. Just one, but just get something. And whatever that is, that's what you're going to learn how to do. That's it. Start there. We like to think that this will be over. And, uh, you know, we went from learning brass instruments to learning stringed instruments. Yeah. It was silly. I briefly tried to play tuba again when we recorded a couple years ago. And uh, I have lost the lung capacity, man. It's something you got to keep up. You can't just run like Tough Mudders and like eight miles every now and then. Dude, I don't even do cardio anymore. I just lift. So I I just, the lung capacity is just gone. All right, cool. That's how to outlast you in a fight. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Damn it, I've revealed my secret. (laughs) Finally, someone can end my undefeated and well-known fight streak. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know... I always saw myself as a supervillain. <laughs> I just needed that friend that would be like, it had to be him. God damn it. That's why he called me. And then I smooch you because you're my Italian brother. And I say, I, I knew it was you. You broke my heart. And then my friends kill you in a boat. Uh, no, that's why we're in the boat. Is there sharks with lasers? freaking lasers on their foreheads all right so we've got austin we've got an austin powers joke and a bunch of anchorman jokes we are crushing our our target demo right now oh well i had to send somebody and i think i talked about this last time was the clip from so i married an axe murderer yes about the uh the giant head yeah he'd oh he's gonna cry himself to sleep (laughs) on his giant pillow uh that's one i need to go back and watch again that's a very 90s movie i have a feeling it doesn't hold up it's a very 90s (laughs) movie i used to think the most 90s movie ah was pcu was pcu and i don't know it's tough because that one's got john favreau with dreadlocks it's got jeremy piven with hair with hair the first time because he's got hair again hmm Mm-mm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's got fucking George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic. It has like eight-year-old David Spade. I mean, he's an adult. It's just that David Spade has never looked old, and so when he was like in his twenties, he truly looked like a child. <laughs> Fuck that movie's just great, top to bottom. Well, it also has what Mallory Archer. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is there were 
I mean, the jokes in the title, they were making fun of PC culture at that time. And that's like still, I guess it wasn't until a few years ago that we stopped calling it PC. And now it's like social justice warriors, but it's the same concept. Yeah. Mocking over censorship from, I guess it's been consistently the left in our lifetimes, but it was the right back then were the ones leading this. Actually, no, because it was Tipper Gore who did the, the stickers on the CDs. So... Yeah, but regardless, like, same complaints then as now is that I'm not allowed to say the joke about farts and butts and everyone's a snowflake. We just didn't Uh, have that terminology in the 90s. Goddamn right. I think I used the term COVID woke recently. And somebody was like, is that a thing? And I was like, no, I just said that. It's stupid, but it pertains to the thing that I'm saying right now. Yeah, Uh, it probably made sense. And if the conversation following it, describing it hadn't occurred, I think it probably would have shortened your conversation overall. And, (laughs) you know, yeah, conservation of words and all that. Dude, it was a long conversation, quite honestly. But I was like, you got to be COVID woke. You know, I was talking about somebody that wasn't wearing a mask. And then we were talking about watching television. And it's just like, you see concerts. Now you just think... Wear a mask, like, for the love of God. And I was like, yeah, man, we're all COVID woke now, man. Yeah. I was getting gas this morning, and uh, there was a dude. They locked the door. Uh, you know, I, I leave about, this would have been about 530 in the morning. And uh, so they, they, they leave the doors locked to get inside the actual store at the gas station at that time. And they have, like, the little, like, pass-through security slot. Yeah, but what can you fit in that? Uh, it's actually pretty big. It's like a... okay. So, like, Cooler Ranch Doritos, can you go grab those off the shelf? Oh, I'd say the you could get two gallon. Bag? You get two gallons of milk in there, definitely. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's it's like the size of a of a hand basket in a grocery store, just in the wall Deep. that you can slide through. Yeah, nice. And uh, and wow. so there was there was this guy. This is twenty twenty one. Yeah, there was this guy just pounding on the door from the outside to the dude on the inside, clearly just hassling him. And I was just like, I, I was the only other person there. And it's kind of the only gas station I can hit without going way out of my way on my way to work. So I was like, I'm just going to do this, whatever. I'm just going to tackle the guy. So <laughs> I'm filling up and he, the guy turns around. I see he doesn't have a mask on. And that was the thing. Uh, suddenly I was more taken aback by that than the fact that he was just pounding, like full pounding with both fists. Not in an aggressive way, but in like a please look at me. And the guy is two feet away on the other side, clearly looking at him and addressing him. But, you know. Probably not to the first guy's liking, but that he sees me pull up and he he comes up and he's like, "Hey man, can I get thirty dollars? I ran out of gas." <laughs> I was just like, "Bro, <laughs> like, easy, bud. You can't come in. That's a high. It is, it, I didn't know if he was trying to haggle. Fucking, he wanted me to come back with a counter offer. Like, dude, I'll give you a dollar. And he's like, twenty. And then I'm like, a dollar. Clearly a salesman. Before that could happen, because again, just. Immediately put on the back foot by a maskless man asking me for thirty dollars. I'm I'm confused for very different reasons there. This dude just comes running around the side of the building, literally through the bushes, with two like boxes in his hands that look like a like a kid's playset, but not like a they're not storage boxes. It's like the thing you'd pull off of the shelf, 
<laughs> but it would it, it would be like uh, something that an like a doll or an action figure would come in. Like he's got two of them, like one in each hand, and he just goes, "I got him, let's go!" And they hop into the car and drive away. Well, maybe they didn't need all that gas money. <laughs> I mean, they, they were either banking on the gas money pitch working out. Hopefully the street value of the fucking action, uh, you know, the GI Joes that he stole is at least 30 American dollars. <laughs> I just like the idea that he was doing something. He <laughs> says, I got him. That guy knows what he's talking about. So like he was just fucking with you. Basically. <laughs> he was fucking with the cashier first. Just, yeah. Just distracted. <laughs> like, like seriously fucking he's running side hustles while his buddy steals toys from like the woods like i don't know where he came there's no houses back there don't know where he came from uh, maybe he buried him and they just like accrued in value you know it was like original cabbage package kids what was also great was the, so now the the guy who would ask me for the money he gets in the driver's side like like the driver door and uh the other guy goes to get on the passenger side. The guy, as he's sitting in the driver's side, goes, this side, man, you know that. And then he's like, oh, you're right. And just ran around to the other and had to sit behind him driving Miss Daisy style. And then just drove out of the parking lot. Like, I, I'm guessing the door doesn't work. I've certainly both had uh, myself and had many friends with cars like that. So, but uh, very funny. Ah, that's quite a wild one. Well, I can't believe we've gotten... A full hour out of uh, us being lightly fucked up and uh, making fun of shit, but we did it, which I'm not surprised at all, to be honest. But this is an even more exciting segment than normal. We're going Vanity Play of the Week, but I don't even know which of them Google sent you. All right. I sent, I think, three, but maybe you have more or less than that. I'm going to indicate a number to you. Okay. And uh, you can take that for what you will. Wow. Yeah. So I'm gonna start off. With Might the be some top, repeats. Top one. Uh, I got. You have a new 1098-T state. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so the first one I have. This is from ooh, 2021, the uh, 16th. Oh man, this is a Chrysler. Uh, looks like I think this is maybe a weekend because uh, got a real nice like afternoon angle on it but it's yeah i think a chrysler it's m gucci or m geiss yeah m juice maybe it's juice with a g yeah my juice m m guis <laughs> yeah fucking guici yeah that's how we say that in in northern italy guici. also fucking nailed it on the time or close enough, it was the morning, but it was the weekend. Like it was that was that was a sun rising versus a sun. I believe actually, you know what? I'm not sure. I saw that that was while we were helping our friend move, and I ended up seeing that car on the drive in between her house and the storage unit a number of times. So right. I definitely photographed it a bunch, and I'm not sure which one I sent you. Let's see. Uh, oh yeah, ten nineteen fifty two. So it was it was ten. Almost twenty in the morning. Look at look at you, look at you, fucking researching, crunching the numbers. They're called file names, and sometimes they indicate things. Hell yes. So I I got a different one. All right, what do we got? 
This one's from the 27th, so to today ish yesterday? No, it was today. It was on the drive home from work. Yeah. So 4:07 p.m. and I got a uh ooh, it's a white Mercedes on the highway right near Geico Savings. Why are they advertising when they were founded? Nobody likes businesses that were founded in the 30s. Yeah, like the the fucking Great Depression and, you know, that that and the Spanish flu and fucking Mussolini had just fucking marched on Rome and you're opening up a car insurance company, you fool? Yeah. Well, right near exit 37, we have this white Mercedes that it has MD Heart Chef. And the heart is a symbol, so it's Maryland Love Chef. Yep. <laughs> we love we love Chef. Maryland Love Chef. We didn't like that this fruity club scrambled his brains, but like Maryland Love Chef. I also was I was wondering, because you know, I've met Maryland transplants out here, but another common MD is doctor. Wait, so- you got like a Maryland kidney? <laughs> I got an extra one. I woke up and... <laughs> you were out there for too long? Your kidney failed? And you needed to transplant a Maryland kidney? I just woke up in a bathtub full of ice, but instead of being less a kidney, I had gained one somehow. So I'm oh. I'm up to a cool three. Which, as Dude. we all know, is called a plumber's dozen. Three. But yeah, uh, the uh, another term for MD unions. Is, is doctor, which would make the license plate... Dr. Love Chef. Dr. Love Chef. I feel like not only is that a porno, that's a porno series. And I'm talking shorts, not full-length films. I'm needing 15-minute Dr. Love Chef's escapades where he's a doctor who knows how to cook really well and have sex with you with his penis. (sighs) That is quite, quite the hypothesis. (laughs) Look, I mean, it's a working theory. MD is a more familiar abbreviation for medical doctor. (laughs) Yeah. It works in Australia. It works in England. I'm sure it works in a lot of countries because if you speak English, damn, you might as well be a doctor. Well, we still haven't had any listeners in South America or Australia, so maybe this will finally get us that Australia. We've we've got a... Relatable Australia content. We 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 got Africa barely, but we got it. We got a Morocco download, and again, I'm pretty sure it's a VPN. But who cares? We're in Africa, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's a download. I mean, give me a stream. Just the tip. Yeah, just the tip of Africa, just for a second. So I've been talking in. talking to some people. Uh, you want to go down to Antarctica? We may not get some downloads, but we can uh, we can record down there, I guess. So here's the fucked up thing. Our uh, podcast hosting platform doesn't even recognize Antarctica as a place. Right? <laughs> That's like according what I to, want to. According to it, we have hit four out of the six continents, which, that's not helpful. Maybe they don't recognize the real continents. Are you a uh, Zealandia guy? Look, each plate has its continent. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm prefer incontinence myself yeah talking about shitting pants (laughs) speaking of incontinent i think the driver of this third car Mm -hmm. may be there well this is their emoji so this is a white tesla uh this was this was a little bit later than (laughs) the other car this looks like it's more in town it's less on the highway maybe on a city street damn 
What's that bumper sticker they got? Oh, I didn't even look at the bumper sticker. Who puts a bumper sticker on a Tesla? I don't know. I mean, I can tell you because because I know who drives a Tesla and it's a douchebag. Somebody who puts smileys on their like limited edition yeah. dark California plate. Smileys. I mean, rule number one of owning a Tesla, other than be a douchebag, that's more of a prerequisite, but you have to get a vanity plate. Otherwise, people won't know that you're cool and interesting. It's You got to put a hat right on top of that hat. And so not- Cheers to that. Absolutely. But it's not just smile. It's smile. I read a smile eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like it's- It's the crying laugh face. Three times. Yeah, so, it, but you, instead you of... You do laugh, laugh, cry. I feel like smiley, singular, is S-M-I-L-E-Y, right? Maybe. So smile, pluralize that. You just add an S to it. This is spelled S-M-I-L-I-E-S, which my my brain interprets as smile eyes, which sounds it's like some... Smile-eyes? Yeah, or that, but it's some version of, like, somebody wanted it to do... with lies. Yeah, like I'm thinking either privatized by a little band called Hall and Oates or True Lies. You can't hide your smile eyes and your smile eyes is a big disguise. I mean, it turns into word salad, but True Smile Eyes. I just I think they spelled smileys wrong. And I've definitely seen enough of these vanity plates to know that a lot of times people will just go with a misspelling in order to continue to get the thing they wanted. Like they're like, I, I know this isn't how you spell this, but I need to express myself and instead of Is getting F a sticker for RT still available. <laughs> yeah. Just turning your 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 poop joke into leet speak. What about P zero zero P? No, no. Oh, P zero O P. <laughs> no. So P O zero P. Nope. <laughs> Can I do I heart P one five five? No. Okay. Can I do one heart P one S S? Uh, i love uh, how do they get the heart seriously dude there are two symbols you're allowed to put on california license plates based on the thousands and thousands of these that i've seen so who has f heart so it's a <laughs> seriously who has that f heart r f heart r s <laughs> But uh, uh, you can do that, or you can do a hand. Like, your license plate could... Could be hand job. Dude, yes. there's we a license... Understand. No, there's a license plate that's the hand, and then H-I-G-H-5. <laughs> I've seen it. It also has about five or six high-five-based bumper stickers. It's one of my white whales. I have a few of them. I also once on a, on a, I was driving everybody back from a show that like the weed played. So we're all in that post show kind of they're drunk. I wish I was drunk, but I have to drive kind of a thing. You know how you make the night memorable in those situations? How's that? So you crash into that car. Then you have an insurance report. <laughs> I didn't even have the option. I looked over, I'm on the highway, I look over as they're going around the exit. They were passing under yeah. a street lamp, and the license plate flashed. It was one of those, it was a black plate with yellow letters 
simply, it said, yeast. I mean, what a sociopath. What an absolute monster to just... (laughs) Let's say you're the uh, inheritor of the Fleischmann yeast fucking fortune. D- still, why yeast for your... There's also some douchebag who lives down the road from us with the license plate Fog in San Francisco. Well, wouldn't Carl be more offensive? Well, it's, not, it's just more like... That'd be like somebody in Boston having a, a, a vanity plate that just said, Fuck you! No, it just says, surprisingly still super racist. Yeah. It's like, we know that. We're kind of tired of that aspect of the city. Don't flaunt it. Don't worry. Bill Russell wore, won more championships than any other Bostonian. It's fine. It's fine. We'll give him a statue near City Hall. We won't name the tunnel after him. Don't worry. Tom Brady is going to have something interesting built in his honor. Yeah, it's going to be a statue that his son will come up and kiss right on the lips. It'll just be like a, one of those life fountains that he, he can just steal the life force of the children. What was the thing they kept saying in the Tom Brady South Park one? Like they're after the... Spice melange. The, spi- <laughs> the spice. Spice me- is the dune dune thing. Yeah. Spice melange. The spice. Uh, yeah, the, the South Park subreddit, somebody found like a peppercorn mix. It was like red and white and black peppercorns. And it said... Pepper melange. So guys, I found it. Spice melange. Uh, one thing I asked was, can I have your poop? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of people wanting my poop. <laughs> ah, good episode. And now the question will be, did I leave the part in that I said I was going to cut out, which removes the context for this conversation, or do I not? Only time will tell. And I will tell. Because I'll be the one doing it. Congratulations. Speaking of telling, tell your friends about this goddamn show and make us famous so we don't have to do our normal jobs. I don't want to be famous. Make me famous so that I can get enough money to pay James to not have to do his normal job. Thank you. I'm sorry, not James. Turd Ferguson. (laughs) His stage name. Well, my hat was large and it was funny. We'll be like the Chapo Trap House guys. Who uh, I know at least one of them uses a pseudonym that is it's Virgil, who is obviously a also a famous guy, much like Turd Ferguson. So we're staying true to the true to our roots. Chapo Trap House, Chapo Trap House, clearly being our roots, as I don't think either of us have ever listened to a single <clears throat> full episode. God knows I've tried, but I'm way too stupid. Thank you. They read thank, books. Thank you for taking that bullet, man. They read book. They read book and talk about book and they watch news. I like book. I like some book. I like TV. I like some TV. Hell yeah. This is a nice big beefy episode because we're fucked up. I got no reason. Yeah. I I fucked myself up by destroying my tolerance to THC. Happy February. And I guess this will be the ninth. So hope. Your pubes look real nice this hey, Saturday. It's Valentine's Day before next episode. Watch yeah, out. yeah. Just watch out. I hope your pubes are looking real good either the evening of the 13th or if you want to go wild and and take care of them uh, Sunday morning <clears throat> on the 14th, you know, up to you. But just, you know. Sunday morning. Shaving on Sunday morning. Ah. 
I'm making it look like your face. That's why I'm skeezy. Yeah. That's why I'm skeezy. Speaking of skeezy, James, give us some goddamn advice. I don't feel like doing the bit. (laughs) (coughs) And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.